Hello, this is Arlen. This is your first million. And this is a Christmas or Xmas or holiday episode of your first million. If you were around last year, 2019, you may have noticed that um, I did this same thing last year. And just like last year, I have literally no idea what I'm going to talk about. I don't know how long this will be. I don't know if it'll be interesting. (laughs) Uh, But I've been doing something like this for years. Hasn't been a podcast, but it has been jumping on a live video broadcast or being online, being, you know, available on social or whatever the case may be. I've been doing this for the, for the majority of the years, uh, for probably 15 years, um, where we all know, or we've probably heard at least once that during these holiday times is when some people feel loneliest or feel down. Sometimes it's not every year. Sometimes it's just that specific year for a specific reason, even your most outgoing successful friends may be feeling this way. You might be someone right now who is considered to be outgoing and successful and or, and you may have a lot of followers on social, you may have a lot of money, you may have a lot of uh, notoriety, success, fame, all of that, but you also may not be feeling all that great. And it could be a temporary thing. It could be the day. It could be the fact that you're not able to see your family members the way you usually do. Um, you know, 2020 is just all sorts of messed up, but <laughs> um, the holidays really bring it out. And so you could it, you could also be in a situation where you don't have any money or you're like really broke and you weren't expecting that because you didn't know this was going to happen this year. Or you were broke last year, but you thought this is going to be your year where that wasn't going to be the case anymore. But something fell through. You lost your job or you had your hours taken from you. You could be at work right now. You could be on the job right now. You could be working on your company that you started yourself or working for somebody else. It really doesn't matter what age you are, what financial position you're in where you live, how many friends you have, how much success you have, this, this can get you. And, and hey, there may be some people listening right now who are doing fine. <laughs> you may be like, ah, you know, uh, this sucks, but I'm, I'm doing all right. And I feel good and I feel optimistic. And I, that's how I feel right now. I feel pretty optimistic. Don't feel like, you know, a million bucks right now, but I do feel, I feel ready. I feel, um, ready for this 2021 and for 2022. I I like the idea and the fact that I can now make plans. We don't know 100% of when things are going to be in a position where we can start traveling again, you know. And I say we a lot of people are already traveling and that's a whole nother story, so I won't I won't get into that. Um but just follow me on Twitter if you want me to yell at you. But it'll be most likely sometime in the summer. May, June, July, August, sometime in that where the majority of the of the people uh, in the United States and some other places may have the vaccine. 
And we may be in a situation where things have turned around because of the, our president and our vice president having some sense and, and mandating masks and, 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 and making masks feel like a collective effort rather than some sort of uh, emasculating weird thing that Trump does. So <clears throat> point is, knowing all that, listening to some experts, uh, making some educated guesses myself, I think the vaccine will reach California for people my age, which is 40, and my health, which is uh, overweight, but generally healthy in, in most ways, maybe by May, if all goes well, sometime in there, and you have to have at least two, two weeks apart, sometimes three weeks apart, depending on which vaccine you use. So I'm thinking... By June, maybe I'll be able to travel. Maybe I'll be able to see my, my mom and my brother, who I haven't seen since February 2020. And that feels great. I mean, it doesn't feel awesome that we can't see each other right now and that is still weeks and months away. But finally, it feels like, okay, I can put a, a name to it. I can say this summer or I'll see you next summer. And if that ends up changing, if things end up changing, then we'll, we'll adapt but for now, that's the hope I have. Um, also means I'll get to see a lot of you all. I'm thinking next fall, September on. And you better believe 2022 is going to be crazy. Like 2022, people are going to lose their minds. <laughs> there are going to be so many things going on in 2022. You're going to be all tuckered out. You're going to be like, oh, oh, I want to go home and just rest. Remember when we used to be able to rest? <laughs> um, but that'll be a good problem to have. So I've been generally feeling optimistic about that. I, I I think things changed for me the day that we understood that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were going to be in office. That's when things didn't feel as dire as they had been. And we sti we're still right now, I mean, I'm recording this New Year's Eve. Nope, this is Christmas Eve. Uh, Christmas Eve, what's that make it? The 24th of December, 2020. This is the worst it has been with COVID. I live in California and my family's in Texas, which are two of the hardest hit, hit states. We're, we have a 0% capacity at hospital uh, ICUs right now in California. It's only going to get worse because a million people decided to fly uh, for this holiday season in the United States. So that's going to be terrible and a terrible burden on our medical um, personnel. So January is going to be... Health-wise, it's going to suck. Having said all that, um, it's also the month where Kamala and Biden are sworn in. And Trump is going to try all his stuff. He's going to do all his things. There's going to be some mayhem. It's going to be probably some violence and all kinds of uh, terrible things. But it's he's still not going to be president. And, you know, I mean, who knows? But they said on... Um, they said on what was it, a couple of days ago that Trump he went to his Marlago Marlago I don't know how to say it Marlago I don't know how to say it I'm gonna stop in Florida and that he may not return to the White House ever again because he likes it down there I'm like oh stay honey stay down there soak up the sun stay down there with your stupid self <laughs> with your ignorant self keep your butt down there um, but I don't know. He is, he can't 
stand for people not to talk about him. So the moment he feels like nobody's missing him in DC, his little butt's going to be right back on a plane up there. Anyway, then I can talk about him anymore. I want to know how you all are doing, how you, how you, the person listening to this, how you are doing, how are you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I don't know why I had to say that, but I had to, cause it was in my head. How you doing? That reminds me, I have, I'm saying that, and I have this sort of, uh, set up here with, for my podcast that has like this overhead mic. And I feel like I've always, my whole life, since I was probably five, I've wanted a radio show like a, t- a talk radio show, but also with music because I love music so much. So I've always wanted a radio show. And I know a podcast is is, is almost like that, but um, I don't know. I guess I should, should look into that. I don't know how to make that happen, but that's something I'm putting out in the world. Another thing that I'm putting out in the world is that um, t- March, I think, of 2019... I have this video clip that's on Instagram and Twitter right now where it's in black and white for the Chase Jarvis show. And I say, I mentioned Will Smith in this video. And I say almost two years ago that he has been an inspiration to me listening to his words and listening to his inspiring videos and and clips have helped me for probably the last decade through most of the worst times of my life. And and it inspired me and I thought of him as a mentor uh in a box a mentor who did not know me but someone who could motivate me and inspire me nonetheless and then some of you may know this uh if you listen to this podcast I just had it up the last episode you can go listen to it right now um and if you follow me on social you may know this but uh Will Smith gave me a shout out on his show and I was actually on his show um and it's a Snapchat show called Will From Home. You can just search it on Snapchat or find a link from my pages. It's about a five or six minute show. Uh, had a few episodes in December. It was season two. And this season, Will wanted to be really uplifting and just spread some good news and some good vibes. And they call me up and asked me if I wanted to be part of it. And I said, um, Will Smith knows who I am? Um, sure. <laughs> of course so was able to um do something really cool with with a really amazing guy um named uh, Willie Ray in Iowa who has a barbecue shop and if you want to learn more about it please go watch the episode and um just had a really good time and it, it went by too fast but that clip of of Will Smith talking about my book which I did not know he was going to do by the way um I think I'll treasure that for the rest of my life. I mean, I just think that was so cool to to be to to be someone. I'm 40, so I grew up watching Fresh Prince. I was probably Ashley's age. I probably am the woman who played Tatiana Ali's age, something around there. So I was her age. I loved it from the very first episode. I remember they talked about it on. Um, I think they talked about it on Blossom. I may be remembering this wrong, but I think I saw like an ad for it where like they did some sort of collaboration on Blossom, which was a show I used to watch. And I was like, I have to, I don't know what this is, but I love it. It has music and like these animated people and they're wearing really interesting clothes and it looks very uh, Afrocentric. And I was like 12 or 13, but I knew that I needed that in my life. And it was funny and it was rich and it was this and that. I just, everything about it was cool. And it took the reunion 
uh, show on HBO Max this year, just a few weeks ago, for me to truly understand how much uh, culture they influenced on The Fresh Prince and how much they were teaching us and representing without us even knowing it. Um, So I really respect that, you know, really respect that. So that and then, of course, watching Will Smith's career over the past two decades has just been uh, inspired to 25 years has just been really inspiring. Um, I w- I've watched most of his movies and really enjoy him as an actor, but I also uh, am incredibly impressed by his business acumen, his decisions that he makes. Uh, he, I, I think of him in the same echelon as The Rock. You know, the two of them make some very interesting decisions. J-Lo does this as well in movies. I just love how they've positioned themselves to make a lot of money in one area and then take that and have you know 10 other streams of income off of that foundation it's very smart it's it's what separates uh, 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 an actor from you know someone who has an empire and so all of that has been cool and of course there's that pursuit of happiness we talk about all the time um and the fact that 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 movie has been brought up to me almost every month of my life for the past three years it's like you remind me of the pursuit of happiness you know and I'm like well so it it just made a lot of sense to me to be in that space with Will even though it was virtual I felt like it was I was in his space and although it was very very brief um I know I think I mentioned this on the last episode I really do feel like maybe this is me manifesting it maybe it's just a feeling or hope or something but I really do feel like he and I are going to work on something together in uh, you know in the next year or two it it just feels very um almost inevitable to me I also feel like I'm going to uh I don't know if I'll work with but I'll at least uh maybe consult with and I don't know if she's going to consult me or I'm going to consult her but Oprah and I know again it's crazy to say that but I just have this feeling that I'm going to be in business conversations with Will Smith and Oprah over the next couple of years, whatever they may end up being. So we'll see. (laughs) You know you all going to quote me in two years. Arlen, uh, I don't see you with Oprah. What's going on? Well, hey, you know, I said it was a premonition, you know. Um, But I really do. I really do feel that. And I think I would be ready and feel like I was in my element and hopefully it would challenge me it wouldn't be uh I wouldn't be complacent I'd be ready though do you know what I mean you had that feeling before where you're like even my wildest like I'm ready for my wildest dreams to happen to come true does that make sense that's how I feel about that okay so going back to you I want to understand how you're doing um I want to hear all about what plans you have for 2021, um, how you're doing right now. And, you know, you can hit me up, like always, you can hit me up at Arlen was here on Twitter or Instagram, either in a comment or a DM, uh, or you can email me. And I may not be able to respond. You know, I get thousands of messages a week. And I try to read as many as I can, but I'm also off right now until January 4th. And I'm also, 
even when I'm on, I don't catch everything. And, and uh, I'm not able to respond to everything. And I don't read everything because I just can't catch everything. But here's what I do. I read hundreds of messages a day across all platforms and email. So, you know, if I get a thousand messages a day and I get to read 300 of them, that's me doing the best I can while I'm working. Um, so please send it in and our time will come if we're meant to, to, to meet with each other and work on something, it'll come. Um, I'm also, it also reminds me too, like I was saying earlier, we could be in the same room together in the next, like in 2021. So imagine it's like September, October, and they're actually letting 200, 300 people get together in, in uh, a conference together. And I get to come talk at it or go attend your conference or something like that. That'd be really cool. So I'm going to try to make that happen. I'm going to try to put together a little uh, road trip uh, whenever it's safe. And I can't tell you anything else about it because I don't know anything else about it. But that's like my intention. Whenever it's safe, I'll do a little uh, road trip and try to see a few cities um, when it makes the most sense to. So let's just keep that in mind always always look out for any messages I may have you I don't think you'll hear this because my microphone is pretty <clears throat> pretty great but in the background I'm playing with my new gift my wife got me for Christmas and here's what she got me she got me a zen garden like a little I don't know what is this like maybe five by eight inches little zen garden because I had mentioned it a few weeks ago that I would like one and I had forgotten that I told her and so she gave this to me today so I've been using it it's so relaxing um it's so nice I'm actually going to do an experiment with an ASMR podcast episode with this zen garden so if you're into ASMR or if you're curious about it don't know what I'm talking about um <clears throat> for some people, like myself, it is very relaxing and uh, med meditative to hear certain sounds repeated. Um, and for me, that is Zen Garden sound or crunching through ice, uh, like snow, or stepping on leaves, <clears throat> things of that nature. So I'm going to do a little experiment. It may not turn out as the way I think it's going to turn out, but <laughs> I'm going to try. Uh, so I might post it. I might not. We'll see. Okay. And watch, you know, here, here's a prediction. I'm going to post like a five minute one and it's going to become the most downloaded episode of your first million ever. <laughs> That's my prediction. Well, my first try there, because it's just going to be so silly. But at the same time, it's not silly, silly. I'm saying, I don't know why I'm saying that. It's like, it really does help me. I listen to it to, um, I listen to ASMR when I, when I'm checking my emails at night. I listen to it when I'm when I'm kind of anxious at night and I'm trying to fall asleep if um if I'm able to um it's very relaxing and and, and I'm, I'm doing it right now I'm using the the little the little um br broom the brush that you use to make the sand go back and forth and it's both the feeling of it and the sound of it that's calming me right now so <clears throat> we shall see uh, I usually don't like to ask people what they got for Christmas because it's like, I don't know, it's not super interesting to me just because it's like a lot of, 
stuff, just things. But I think this year is a little different. So I also want to know how, what you, if you got anything, if you gave anything that you're particularly proud of or interested in telling me about, tell me that stuff too. Um, yeah, all of that. Now see if I had a radio show, you could call in and I'd say, you know what? The, <laughs> look, I'm gonna stop my, stop myself. You know why I'm thinking about radio shows so much right now? I just realized, I just realized this. I'm so silly. Okay. I've been binging Frasier for like three weeks now. Binging. I, of course, watched it when it ran originally, but that w- it ended like almost 20 years ago, like maybe 16, 17 years ago. So I'm watching it now as their age and as someone who is, um, has always been very, um, as, as someone once said, persnickety. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I see myself in all these characters, every single character I see myself. <clears throat> And so this, the, the, uh, that's where the idea of the radio show is really coming from. And look at that. I just figured that out. So we'll figure it out. I know there's a way to do it on Anchor, which is what I use. I know I, I, I did that early on. Um, but I'm going to figure out a different way to do this. And I know I'm going to now get like a, a dozen people writing to me and saying, this is how you do it. Thank you in advance. Um, if you are someone who produces radio for for either a region or a national or something like that, do get in touch. I really am interested in having a, a, a larger <clears throat> kind of reach when it comes to radio. I'm always going to uh, prefer audio over video when it comes to my stuff. Um, I know I've been kind of humming a lot here, but that's because I didn't warm up my voice at all because I'm on break. Woohoo! Away, mes- away message is on. Hey, if you are um, feeling low or you're feeling a little bit lonely or alone, you're not. (laughs) You're not alone. We are here. I am here. You have a lot of people around who you will soon be able to see if you hang on a little bit. And... Whatever situation you're in, COVID-related or not, or, you know, 2020-related or not, um, I, I, I think there's something more for you. There's, there was for me, and that's the only kind of real-life, uh, uh, you know, comparison I can give you. Um, many times where I thought there was nothing, nothing left for me. Many times. From 15 till 35. <laughs> um, but wouldn't you know it, right at 35, things switched, changed. And maybe that's going to be 50 for you. Maybe that'll be 26 for you. Maybe that'll be 75 for you. But uh, it's there. I really believe that. I think it's there for all of us. And I know that you have some talent or some skill or some gift that somebody else needs. Somebody else needs to hear your voice, as I say in my book. Somebody else needs to hear your story to to be lifted up themselves. And so um, I just, I wish that for you. I wish that understanding of that for you. Um, and on the flip side of that, something else I tweeted about today that I want to share here, and then I think I might wrap it up, is that there are three words that have been helping me the last couple of years. And actually, 
these exact three words I only came up with recently, but the sentiment of it has been helping me. <clears throat> and it took me 38 years to get there, but I'm finally there. I have like a savior complex. I always want to save somebody or, you know, they said that you're, as an adult, you're, you're trying to save your parents <laughs> um, when you were a kid, if that makes sense. Like you're trying to become, as an adult, what your parents would have needed to be saved or something to that effect. And I can, I can, I can dig that because I'm always trying to save people from poverty or save them from this or that health scares, this or that. Um, but not, not all of that is necessarily mine to fix. And also, uh, you know, it's, it's not even possible to fix everything. So these three words have helped me. If you're in that position where you feel like, um, you're a little guilty because you're not able to f fix everything. The three words are help. <clears throat> I'll say it again without croaking. <laughs> help, not fix. So what I mean by that is somebody sends you a text during the season and says, hey, uh, um, I'm finding myself getting back in this relationship again and you know that's your friend you know that they've been in that same relationship over and over again they keep going back they keep writing you about it and you want to be helpful but you don't know exactly what to do you can help them you may say you may be there for to vent for them to vent or you may tell them something good about themselves or you may remind them of something they wanted you to remind them of if they ever got back in this toxic feeling again. But you can't fix them. You can't stop them from getting back in that relationship. You can't stop them from feeling the way they do about that person or about themselves. It's bigger than you. And so you can help, but don't expect to fix. And, and, and that has helped me so much. Another example is, example is maybe you have a family member, close family member, who is someone you want to make sure that they're taken care of financially. Nothing wrong with that. But maybe that family member also continuously has more and more that they need or that they kind of make you feel like they need. You have to understand you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to get it perfectly right because they're, they're looking for something that they have to work on themselves. They're looking for a certain satisfaction or a certain fix coming from material things that they're not going to get from material things. So if, they're, if they can never get it from material things, you certainly can't provide them that with enough material things. So if you think about it as help, not fix. I can help. I can send th this rent money in because we have this arrangement, but I can't fix their life. I can't make them happy. I can't fix everything for them. I can't fix their discontent. That really is helpful because then you get to decide, you're a grown adult, you get to decide what do I want to do? What do I want to do to be helpful to this person? But knowing I won't be able to fix them. That's not my job. There's, there's, that's not anybody's job but their own. And in return, in turn, it is your job to, quote unquote, fix yourself. That's your only job. And that's the only person who can. So that has been helpful to me. You can take it or leave it. Um, it's not, I'm not over here trying to tell you what to do, but it's just been very helpful to me to think of it like that. And um, 
it's made me have a lot more peaceful nights. I think about it too in business. I have 160 portfolio companies. I have employees. I have uh, more than 100 investors. I have thousands of people who follow me every day online. Hundreds of people who get in touch with me every week and ask for things. I really got caught up. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? How can I how can I serve all these people? Nope, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to serve all these people. Who am I? <laughs> no, I can help some people. I can do my job, which my job is to invest in people so I can be good at my job and do that. But I can't fix people. I can't save them. You know, only we can save ourselves. It's just It's just as simple as that. So once I'd said that to myself, I kind of let go of a lot a lot of angst and a lot of heartache and time and money and all these things I was wasting and and and, and throwing away um, trying to do something and be something that I can't that no one no one human can ever do no one human can ever save someone else uh, from themselves and so I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that on that but I wish you a really wonderful evening, night, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, if it's in 2020 or 2021 or in 2030, I wish you that. Um, thank you for, for being here. Thank you for your existence. Thank you for you know giving us your gift of you. And I really mean that, truly mean that. Hope you um, find something fun to do that is replenishing and doesn't take away from you um and yeah you know we're here we're here always 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 all right i'll see you later